Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. Good morning. It is Wednesday, June 21st. Today marks the first official day of summer. Hopefully you'll have a chance to get out and soak up some vitamin D and enjoy the longest day of the year. It is five minutes after 11. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. His name is Rob Kendall. You can find him on Twitter at Rob M. Kendall. My name is Casey Daniels. You can find me at Casey Daniels 317 on Twitter. And right now we're both on YouTube. Just type in Kendall and Casey into the YouTube search bar. So the Department of Justice, they charge Hunter Biden with failure to pay income tax and the illegal possession of a weapon. And part of the agreement that was reached, well, it allowed him to plead guilty to the misdemeanor tax offense while avoiding any further charge. And he has to adhere to the conditions set by the court. But uh, let's see. He failed to pay $200,000 in income taxes in 2017 and 2018. We've been talking a lot about the gun charges. But how about the $200,000? And if if I did that, guess who'd be knocking on my door? Yeah. So think about if you have ever um, made a mistake, an honest mistake on your income taxes. I actually did that this year. Mispaid by eighty seven dollars. Oh, I think it was a county tax or something like that. Yeah, and and they sent a letter saying, "Oh, you you miscalculated. You and, owe us more money." And it's never, dear Miss Daniels. We realize you've made an honest mistake, and we have a disagreement on the amount owed. We'd like to chat with you about this. Please, at your nearest convenience, call us. It's some letter that looks like you're going to be thrown in Guantanamo Bay if you don't swiftly pay the amount of money they allege that you owe. Well, this cat, not once but twice, mm-hmm. on uh, what was the number? 200K? $200,000. Yeah, just so, did, didn't pay ski. And I guarantee if Hunter Biden wanted access to an accountant that could determine what he's actually supposed to pay, look, here's the deal. If Rob Kendall can afford an accountant, mm-hmm. which I can and do because no way I'm filling out my own taxes, uh, Hunter Biden should be able to come up with an accountant who would be able to, oh, I don't know, not make a $200,000 error, Casey. Well, think about how much money he made to owe $200,000 in taxes. Great point. A guy with no applicable skill set whatsoever who we're told now- A crack addict. Yeah, yeah, we're told by the Democrats today and the the mainstream national media with their organized talking points, oh, this poor drug addict who was so down on on his luck, oh, just leave him alone. That guy was apparently so together that he was capable of owing Mm $200,000- On multiple occasions, right? Yeah, his lawyer says that he just wants to take responsibility for these mistakes (laughs) that he made He drug it out for five years. I was going to say, he wants to take responsibility. Why didn't he take it back then? Well, first of all, why didn't he pay the taxes when he he was supposed to? But then when they started investigating, he could have said, oh, yeah, my bad. Let Let me make this good. Instead, no, here we are five years later. It just proves that if you have the right last name, if you have the correct last name 
you can do whatever you want. Oh, you're hundred. You're a hundred percent right, Casey. You're a hundred percent correct. So uh, Tucker. Mm-hmm was back on with one of his Twitter videos last night, and he was uh, all too willing to weigh in on the special treatment that DOJ just gave Hunter Biden. That's it. As far as Merrick Garland's Justice Department is concerned, Hunter Biden is done. There was no pre-dawn raid carried live simultaneously on CNN. There was no perp walk, no handcuffs, no press conference. Above all, there was no felony. Hunter Biden, who broke federal gun laws, can still carry a gun. It's like it all never happened. In fact, the Justice Department just baptized Hunter Biden. A lifetime of sins washed away in an instant. It was a secular miracle. (laughs) He went on to call Hunter Biden a princeling and that the plea deal just shows us that there are no rules for the ruling class. No, he's 100% right. This guy totally got a sweetheart deal. He absolutely got essentially a free pass as Trump predicted he would and most of us predicted he would. And they do this and I keep coming back to what my... My friend who works is a very well thought of person inside of state government who we will not name because we do not subject people inside the government to the tar and feathering that it would come to them if they were publicly to associate with me. But he told me this, and it is so true, and it's proven more and more right by the day. The lesson of COVID, the very dangerous lesson of COVID that the politicians learned was we can do whatever we want to the people. Think about it, Casey. They took away your job. They took away your business. They threatened to put you in jail for not wearing a mask. And Americans, by and large, just sat there and ate it. And they learned, no matter what we do, Americans will not stand up for themselves. So if they were willing to take away your business and your job and put you in jail for not wearing a mask, this letting Hunter Biden walk away, that that is that is even a, a blip on the radar to these people. Mm-hmm. Well, Hunter Biden, I mean, quickly, so quickly that we did not even know that there was news that he was charged. Yes, that's correct. Simultaneously, we found out, oh, that he had made a plea deal because, you know, he just sucked that plea deal up like a hoover. Well, okay, so let's, again, bring it full circle and bring it back to something here locally because it's kind of the same thing in the sense of a high-profile person is charged with a crime or crimes, plural, and yet they are free to walk, basically, the same day the charges are filed. And it's the identical thing, basically, that happened with Jim Lucas, mm-hmm. in which you you go to the my case thing, and it's, oh, charges have been filed. Okay, that's interesting. And then you go back, and an hour later, you know, you start reading through, and it, oh, plea, plea agreement entered. Wait, what? Right. So what you've got now with these high-profile people, I thought it was, we make the charges, and then we go and start talking about what the plea agreement is. But apparently with these people, no. the, the plea agreement is entered before the charges are even filed. How can you plea on something when the charges haven't, haven't been filed? Been there. But apparently, if you're a state rep or you're the son of the president of the United States, well, hot dang, let's go. You know Joe Biden would take it before they change their mind. Take it, take it. So the Biden Justice Department's refusal to prosecute Hunter, that should make it a little harder for a jury to convict Donald Trump. 
<laughs> You're funny, Casey. Donald Trump is totally going to get convicted. There's no way Donald Trump is going to get a fair trial. Absolutely none. Go ahead and knock it down. Boom. He's He will be convicted. They will find something. And if they don't, they're just going to keep going. Why? Because there's no punishment. The people just, for some reason, keep taking it, and I don't understand why. Well, until there's a change of power within the White House, this is the way it is. So Todd Starnes who used to be, I believe he was on Fox News for a long time. He was on this radio station, had regular bits on this station for for years. Uh, He was on Newsmax, and I thought he had a pretty good take about what's happening in this country. Joe Biden had an untold number of classified documents in his home, his garage, even Chinatown. Both should be doing hard time in the federal pen. But instead, the Justice Department targets President Trump. They target America First conservatives. They target law-abiding gun owners and Catholics. Antifa burns down city blocks without fear of prosecution. Meanwhile, FBI agents are staging raids on pro-life families. Black Lives Matter clashes with police. No charges filed. While the FBI knocks on the doors of parents who complain at school board meetings. And this is what the weaponization of the federal government looks like. You know, President Trump could literally spend the rest of his life in jail for the crime, I believe, of beating Hillary Clinton. Mm. Meanwhile, Hunter Biden is a free man. Mm -hmm. This is what a weaponized Justice Department looks like, America. Wow, I'm in a sad situation then. He said pro-life Catholic Republican. Yikes. You gone. <laughs> Yikes. Now, Casey, uh, Trump did truth out about this. He did. And I want to give Kevin a minute if he can very quickly pull up the Whitney because I would like to read mm-hmm. some of this. Now, I will say there is a pretty serious typo in the truth, but I will uh, read it as it is written and then offer what I think it is. He did do uh, uh, all caps and not all caps. So you got to proofread. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got to go back and you got to proofread before, before you hit post. There is a serious typo here, but I will I will uh, read it as written and then correct it in a normal voice. How about that? Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. And I- the Hunter Joe Biden settlement is a massive. And then it goes to all caps. Yes. It was normal type until then. Cover up and full scale election interference scam. The likes of which has never been seen in our country before. A quote traffic ticket. And Joe is all cleaned up and ready to go into the 2024 presidential election. And this, as crooked DOJ, state and city prosecutors, Marxists and communists all hit me from all sides. And angels, I think he meant angles, with bull, make America great again mm-hmm. triple exclamation point yeah but you know he had to mean all sides and angles all sides and angles Not all sides because i kept reading it all sides and angels what, what the is heck he, is that was he saying the angels are on the biden side <laughs> but he but he's right he says joe's all cleaned up and ready to go into the 24 presidential election it's like they just you know let's just clean all of this up on tuesday and then on wednesday we'll hit the ground running here we go yeah absolutely no questions from reporters because we can say oh that's old news we're moving on from that it is 15 minutes after 11 it's kendall and casey on 93 wibc 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. These words are considered slurs. I hear something saying. 19 minutes after 11, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So the words cis and cisgender are considered slurs on Twitter now. Elon Musk, he he did a poll and he was asking people what they thought of the words. And 78% of people said that cis is a slur. 21% said no. And uh, Elon said people overwhelmingly reject this obvious slur that bigots are trying to impose. Oh, okay. Also trending this morning, did you see this, this Pentagon accounting error providing an extra $6.2 billion for Ukraine military aid? Remember in the game Monopoly, there was the community chess Mm -hmm. and there was one card where it was an error is found in your favor. Yeah. Collect $10. (laughs) Except. It's $6.2 billion. It just, it. It's never going to stop. The mm-hmm. money funneling operation to Ukraine is never going to stop. They are, they are, for whatever reason, it's a bevy of reasons for a bevy of people. They are just, this country, this government is totally, wholly invested in printing our money. I mean, think about if you found $6.2 billion, wouldn't you be like, oh, awesome. Hey, we're $32 trillion in debt. I realize it's a drop in the bucket, but let's start dropping in the bucket. Mm-hmm. Here, let's pay off some debt. Nope. Their response is, oh, great, we get to spend it. Mm-hmm. They said the uh, error means that there's a surplus of funds available now for future military aid packages. Oh. So we found all this money. How about how about Rather t- than put it back towards the bottom line, we're going to put it over here for future aid that he- they're going to need. Here's a novel idea, and I'm sure I'll just be run right off these airwaves for even suggesting it. But how about some money for some taxpayer aid? Mm. <laughs> I, I don't know. Don't I mean, be I, ridiculous. I'm just t- I'm just kicking that out there. But I am really, really, I have really, really a long, 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 long time ago reached my limit on my printed money going to Ukraine. Straight off the heels of uh, Anthony Blinken coming back from China, President Biden has called Xi Jinping a dictator. Yes, I saw that at a uh, some sort of fundraiser, mm-hmm. right? Because so nothing says let's work together. <laughs> We want to have better. The, the whole point was that they wanted to have better communication yes. between the two countries. Straight after the Secretary of State comes back, let's call the other guy a dictator. Yeah, absolutely. That's the way to make him happy. This is why. I just, this is why, Casey. I just don't fake play nice with people because it's. <laughs> I would do the exact same thing because. Uh, well, I wouldn't because I have the ability to not need to kiss somebody's backside who I don't actually like, and I just tell you what I think. And look. Either you're going to work with China or you're not. The half in, half out stuff ain't going to work on them or with them. Mm-hmm. And these people just show what a bunch of frauds they are. That you do this big, you know, taxpayer funded trip and we're going to work together and this and that. And seven seconds later, delusional grandpa is out there calling the guy a dictator. Yeah. Also trending this morning, Jeep owners losing their minds after discovering that every Jeep model has a hidden easter egg animal somewhere on the vehicle no kidding when have did, you heard of this when did that start it's been going on for a long time but now people are just catching on i have not found the animal in my jeep yet i have looked and it's 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 like in the plastic or it's on the windshield there's just a different animal somewhere in the jeep that came with it 
Now you have an actual Jeep, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. what? What would be cons- a, a Wrangler? A Wrangler, yes, mm-hmm. the more military type type of. Mm-hmm. It looks Jeep. like an ambulance. Yeah. Okay. So when I was a kid, we had a Jeep Cherokee, mm-hmm. and I thought that was a really cool car, and I really really liked it. Now I don't. It's been many 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 years, and I realize that Jeeps have changed dramatically. But you still really like your Jeep. I do. I do. It rides like a truck. It's not the smoothest ride ever, but it's still good. Okay, finally trending, Ron DeSantis. He made a trip to San Francisco, and he says that leadership matters. Cities like San Francisco that have embraced leftist policies have destroyed the quality of life of their citizens, and an exodus is happening. And he went on to say that we need to restore sanity across the country. We're here in the once great city of San Francisco. We came in here and we saw people defecating on the street. We saw people using heroin. We saw people smoking crack cocaine. And you look around, uh, the city is not vibrant anymore. It's really collapsed because of leftist policies. And uh, these policies have caused people to flee this area. They don't prosecute criminals like they do in most parts of the country. Uh, And the wreckage has really, really been sad to see. And so I've seen so many businesses boarded up. Uh, I've seen so much uh, riffraff just running around. And um, it just shows you these policies matter. Uh, Leadership matters. They are doing it wrong here. No wonder why we've had so many people move from San Francisco to Florida over the last few years. We got to stop this madness. Uh, We need to restore sanity to this country. DeSantis's trip coincided with Biden's trip to California. Of course, Biden was there to attend fundraisers. Well, what was DeSantis doing there? Does it say? No. I'm going to guess there were some checks. Fundraisers as well. Well, that's my point. It's like, Mm -hmm. right, okay. Oh, my gosh, it is so terrible here, and someone must do something about this as I go wine and dine with my rich friends. I'm sure he was there raising money as well. I think one of the big differences, though, Biden was there toting his climate change agenda. Right. Uh, Ron DeSantis was there talking about the homelessness and the drug abuse and, and getting money from his rich friends and, and then getting money from his friends <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah. Don't, come on Casey let's be honest with our audience he was there to get the, get the checkerinos and somebody told him hey uh, you, you need know, to go do a video here let, let's be honest at least Ron DeSantis was talking about real problems no you're and right San Francisco is having a real problem right now and finally in an emotional interview promoting the film Dial of Destiny Harrison Ford was fighting back tears he was being interviewed by Ali Plum and uh, he was saying how much the role meant to him they were talking about his role as indiana jones he's going to play for the fifth and final time the movie is set to be released next week as this last one concerns age and frailty and and changing nature of life it was especially compelling to me because i am of that age and i wanted it to feel real for the audience i wanted them to see the complexity of that experience on a, with uh, someone they spent 40 years with. Can I just say, on behalf of all the fans, thank you. It's been such an adventure. We love you so much. I don't want to make you blush or anything, but you mean the world to us. And um, thank you. That's all I have to say. And, and, and I must say to you, thank you sincerely. It means the world to me. So what I saw... 
I saw the interview, you can see that Harrison Ford is kind of tearing up and he yeah. looked very sincere. He's, what, 80 years old? 80, something like that. And, and and I thought, wow, he really means that. I felt that because his movies to me symbolize a part of my youth and, you know, Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark, all of that. And then it hit me. Oh, he's an actor. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I mean, this. I think we all know this movie's going to be a total stinker. And if you were not a super fan of the Indiana Jones franchise, because the last one, four, was mm-hmm. a total stinker. And, you know, if you're a fan of that, it's it's like the... It's like when I finally saw the Ghostbusters movie, not the one with the women in it, which was horrific, but the the new one that they did with Paul Rudd, and it kind of paid homage to the franchise. You're watching this movie, and you're going, okay, the nostalgic stuff they do, that's cool. If you were not a Ghostbusters fan, you would look at this and go, this movie sucks. Right. So I think Indiana Jones is going to be the same way. It's going to hit some people in the, the feels, and that's that's fine. It does reinforce to you, though, that that era is a bygone mm-hmm. era. Like I was telling you off air, James Tolkien had, uh, is that his name? The guy who played the, uh, the guy who played the principal in Back to the Future mm-hmm. had a birthday. Called Michael J. Fox a slacker. Yes. He had a birthday the other day and he was 92. And I saw that and I said, there's no way that's right. And then I started doing the math and realizing, well, no, it would be right because yeah. Back to the Future was 38 years ago. And if he was in his mid 50s then, which that's the kind of the age the character portrays, yeah, he would absolutely be 92. Yeah. And you realize whether it's Rocky or Back to the Future or the Indiana Jones or, you know, Rambo, even though Rambo is the same guy as Rocky or Terminator or whatever, that franchise is of a bygone era in which those people are either elderly people now or are. Die literally dying off. I I feel like more people might go to see this one just because they know it's going to be Harrison Ford's last time that he'll be playing Indiana Jones. Well, I think a lot of people, if you saw four, was hoping that would be the last time he played <laughs> Indiana Jones. It's Kendall and Casey. It's ninety three WIBC. date has been set, but most likely it'll be pushed back. It's 1135. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So the judge presiding over the Justice Department's case against Donald Trump said yesterday that the trial will begin on August 14th, although that's likely going to get pushed back. And they have a calendar call scheduled for 145 on August 8th. I don't know what that means, a calendar call. Everybody has to show up and sign in. Yeah, they they're getting beginning to get things ready to go for the trial, basically. And this, I've read multiple articles about this. Everyone thinks this will get pushed back based on the complexity of the case. Mm-hmm. What it does tell you, though, is that this judge appears to be someone who is not going to dilly dolly around. She wants to get this case decided, and. Uh, I think Trump probably wants that, too, based on, you know, he does not want this bleeding into his, you know, campaign for presidency once the primary is actually started, which is in January. I would be floored, though, Casey, if they have anything before October at the absolute earliest. I am shocked she went this fast, but 
look, at least she shows it shows she's ready to get the show on the road. Yeah. So they're saying that the case is going to be tried under the rules of the Classified Information Procedures Act, which means that they have to determine what classified information will and can be used in court and how. It also means that whatever representation Donald Trump has, that person is going to have to have clearance to see any of the classified documents. And the judge in the case was assigned randomly to preside over the trial. It wasn't like somebody said, oh, well, she's pro-Trump. Let's get her. Or she's anti-Trump. Let's get her. It was just a random luck of the draw. Well, and it really is a, a new frontier. And you've touched on this. There are so many unanswered questions because obviously while there have been trials and charges related to handling of classified materials, certainly never by a former president of the United States before. And so this is, I mean, literally just an absolute new frontier. And it may be why she wanted to get the thing on the docket to say, okay, the quicker we can uncover whatever new things that need to be interpreted, the better we're going to be. Again, I would be just floored if this thing starts anywhere near this August August trial date mm -hmm. because there's going to be appeals on things. Oh, the, yeah. They're going to appeal. Trump's going to appeal things. The state is going to appeal things. The federal, state, I mean, the federal government, I should say, is going to appeal things. So uh, who who knows? I mean, there's going to be motions to have the thing, the whole thing thrown out. It's I mean, so it. I, I look. I would be very surprised if this thing takes place even before voting begins. But. You know, he's obviously already got a trial once voting begins in New York. So, yeah. who knows? Well, and speaking of voting, it looks like a little bit of the support for Donald Trump is softening just a bit. Overall, 47% of Republicans say that Trump is their for first choice for the party's nominee for president. And that's down from 53%, which was cited back in May. Yeah. So what is that? That is a, is that a six point mm -hmm. decline? Is that right? Mm -hmm. So he's, at least if you believe this poll, now again, polling is but a snapshot of a moment in time and it is what it is and it can change rapidly. But if you take this poll on its merits, then there is a decline in support for Trump. Now, what's interesting is, and this is not good news. It is good news for Trump. It is not good news for DeSantis. The, the nobody, DeSantis did not change. He didn't go He's up, not he didn't go moving, down. right? He's just steady at twenty six percent. And so, part of what we had talked about is, I told you, I think people will leave Trump by Father's Day. This poll was considered the um, the June poll, so it took place before Father's Day. So, on one end, I was right, mm -hmm. but on the other hand. The people did not appear to go to, to DeSantis. DeSantis. They you went know to where they went. All the other goobers. Specifically Mike Pence. He's the one who rose the most well, at 9% because he was polling around 5 and 6% and now he's bumped up to 9 Yeah, but again, it's Mike Pence, just like Nikki Haley and Tim Scott and Christy and the rest of these people, mm -hmm. they have no shot of winning. And so this is what Trump needs to happen, which is, look, Pence is at 9 Haley's at five, that's 14. Scott's at four, that's 18. Christy's, okay, there's 21%. That's 21%. If you were to have given Chris, uh, Ron DeSantis 21%, if it's Trump, who's at 47, now DeSantis is at 47. That does not appear to be happening yet. It'll be interesting to see if by, say, September, October, and the rest of these goobers are still at, you know, less than 10%, if they start 
figuring this out and getting behind DeSantis. Mm-hmm. But I, I was amazed that, that those people did not go to Ron DeSantis. Well, if they would all drop out, DeSantis would bump up. Among all Americans, 59% say that Trump ought to end his campaign now that he's facing federal charges. Now, <laughs> you have to go outside the Republican Party. Republican voters are saying that, mostly. But Ron DeSantis, he says that he's more likely to win an election against Joe Biden, and he states it's because there's going to be no distractions with him. I think that, you know, I'm more li- likely to win the election against Joe Biden, which is very important. You know, we just won Florida by 20 points, which no one thought was possible even a few years ago. I think I'm also more reliable on policy. When I say I'll do something, I will do it. And I think I'm more likely to actually get this stuff done. I mean, you know, there have been promises made about draining the swamp, building the wall, doing all these things. You know, none of that came to fruition. And I think in Florida, if you look at I promised a whole bunch of things and I delivered on all of the promises. In fact, we over-delivered. You know, so right now, for example, Florida's the fastest-growing state in the country, number one for net in-migration, number one for new business formations. Our unemployment rate's a point uh, less than the nation as a whole, uh, and we have a massive budget surplus. We just did $2.7 billion in tax relief, so Floridians can help uh, cope with rising prices due to Biden's policies. And so I think we've got a, a great story to tell. And, you know, I get in there on day one. It's not going to be there's going to be no distractions we're not going to take our eye off the ball we're going to be focused on the people's business and we will get it done i still feel like ron DeSantis needs to use his wife more because she seems more engaging to me than he does when he's speaking sometimes yeah and look they obviously have a broad strategy and they're mm-hmm. gonna have plenty of money to enact that strategy whatever it is here's what's interesting i did see this as i was coming into work this morning there's a a new poll out and i haven't dug into it yet so i'm not going to say oh my gosh this is the greatest poll ever but it did go by swing states pennsylvania georgia uh, etc and desantis in every every state does better against biden than trump does there's many states where desantis is leading comfortably trump is losing comfortably i mean it is not like oh well it's one percentage point it is clear to me and it should be clear to everyone else that ron desantis gives you a better chance to win a general election than Donald Trump. Now, look, I know there's all sorts of issues with mail-in voting and the counting of voting, et cetera. But in terms of not needlessly alienating people who otherwise would Mm -hmm. vote for a Republican, Mm -hmm. the polling is crystal clear that Ron DeSantis is a markedly better choice. Now, again, I know to some people that doesn't matter at all. This is about extending a middle finger to the government and the establishment and the whatever. But you can extend that middle finger all you want. If your guy isn't in there, what difference does it make? It is 1143. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And coming up next, we're going to ask you to be the judge, especially if you're a parent. We've got a situation. How would you handle it? And also a rundown of fireworks displays, family-friendly fun, and festivals. It's all coming up with 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. His name is Rob Kendall. You can find him on Twitter, Rob M. Kendall. My name is Casey Daniels. You can find me at Casey Daniels 317. All right. You be the judge. No. I know you like to judge people. (laughs) 
Like the armchair quarterback, don't you? Uh-huh. All right, we've got a situation we're going to present to you. And uh, feel free to weigh in on this. 317-684-8444. I'd be curious to find out what our listeners would do in this situation. So I'm going to present the situation and then we can discuss, okay? Okay, let's do it. You be the judge. So this was sent to me from a friend of mine. Uh-huh. Kat says she and her daughter were at the park and there was a birthday party happening. Uh-huh. Her daughter was playing with some of the birthday party kids, and they were all having fun. Yes. And then it was time for cake. Yeah. Her daughter got in line with the other kids for cake. Yeah. The birthday child's mother told Kat's daughter that she couldn't have any of the cake because she wasn't part of the birthday party. Oh. So what do you do in this situation? Who's wrong here? You be the judge. All right. So instinctively, I would say this mother is an a-hole. Which one? The, the, the mother of the birthday party. Okay. Because this kid is engaged in playing with the other kids, right? Sure. Yeah. So you would think you would say, hey, there's... Now, I guess the other question I would have before I make a definitive, the mother's the a-hole, <laughs> it was there plenty of cake. Like, you would assume you buy a cake that's bigger than what you would actually need for the people yeah. at the party. Well, you would assume, and even if there wasn't, make the pieces just a little smaller. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I tend to say here, if the kid is engaged... In playing with the other kids. What's the problem? Life is about making kids happy, right? Yeah. And you are now scarring this poor child and telling them to get lost. Because it's just a child who's really unaware, just trying to make friends on the playground. They're having a good time. Everybody gets in line. Okay, I'm going to go get in line. Oh, there's cake. Great. It's almost to the point where you want to say to the birthday child mother, really, you don't have an extra piece of cake? I want to watch you eat that entire cake in front of me (laughs) to prove that there's none left. So the the kid was getting along with the other kids. Yeah, at the it was just party. like a random child who befriended a birthday party. Group. Yeah, yeah. So, but then there's the other side that the mother of the random child maybe should have played a little interference. Like, hey, you know what? This you're really not invited to this party. It's great you yeah. made friends, but but they're doing their thing now. So let's us go over here and do our yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But okay, okay. Yeah. So here's the question, like. Did the other kids, did the other kids Say, kind of come on. insinuate that she should go with them? I mean, it's cake. Exactly. It's a piece of cake. But how, it, it, so it's the birthday child's mother who yeah. was rude for saying, I'm sorry, we don't have enough cake for you. Yeah, that's that's horrible. You think so? Yeah. Crush that little girl's I day. Mean, I mean, unless her plan was I've dedicated the remainder of this cake to the Wheeler mission, <laughs> you know, uh, or the Salvation Army, which mm-hmm. I'm going to get wager a would be willing to wager a sizable amount of money that was not the end result here um it does seem a bit selfish doesn't it that you can't come up with just one little slice of cake yeah that yeah that, yeah, that is it's, it's a terrible example for the kid right you're setting a terrible example that mother is setting a terrible example for her kid by not teaching yeah we want to we want to help others kindness. we want to help kind yes kindness whatever word you're looking for mm-hmm. yeah that little girl is gonna remember that for the rest of her life that she didn't get cake yeah and that that mother was uh so rude to her yeah um can i tell you a real birthday story that i did one time I'd be interested to hear what our listeners have to say about that. But yeah, go ahead. Um, I was at a birthday party one time. Is this an adult birthday party? No, or a child no, this birthday? is a kid birthday okay. party. I must have been eight or nine years old. Mm-hmm. 
And you know how you just instinctively do things? <laughs> were, what did you do? <laughs> this is so terrible. <laughs> they were singing happy birthday to oh, this no. kid. Yeah. And I blew out his kid. <laughs> how old were you? You were awful. I wasn't meaning to be malicious. It was like instinctively. You're hearing happy birthday. You, how, how yeah, you, you blew. You robbed that child of his <laughs> birthday wish. I didn't mean it. It was like an instinctive thing where, you know, you're a little kid and you hear happy birthday and in the past, they're singing happy birthday to you. And I felt terrible, Casey. And you leaned forward and blew out the <laughs> candles. Were you ever invited back? That was, kid was my best friend. So you remain friends? Oh, yeah, totally. We're well, still friends that, to this that day. That changes things. If he was your best friend, I mean, you're kind of just uh, <laughs> no! around His mom looked at me, and you'd have thought I would had been revealed as the gunman on the grassy knoll. Did they relight the candles? <laughs> they and did, did, and they should absolutely review. should have. And I felt horrific about wow! it. Wow! You were just clowning on him. I don't <laughs> I see the problem. Would, no, for once, I was not trying to be a jerk. I just, I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> what did I just do? I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Just, I had I just like something came over me and I just had no self. You had to do it. You that's it exactly. You had no self-control. <laughs> I was Hunter Biden at 9. No self-control, baby. <laughs> oh, wow. These are all things that you're going to have to navigate when your baby is born. <laughs> Birthday parties and all. Wow. Good confession, Rob. I really wasn't expecting oh, I have, that. I have no shame, Casey. You know that. <laughs> so the Fisher City Council, they've agreed to create fines for businesses that take up unnecessary police resources with too many 911 calls. What is going on there? They well, say they're not talking about emergencies. Why are people calling 911? Well, that's a good question, right? What is going on in the city of Fishers? Uh, in, uh, aside from, of course, having a just absolutely horrific mayor whose Scott Fadness is a joke and a disgrace, and I would be ashamed to live somewhere where that guy got any say over what I do. But other than that, what is going on in the city of Fishers where people are making so many 911, extravagant 911 calls mm -hmm. that the police department feels they've got to find people now? And by the way, what is the interpretation of an you know an excessive or nuisance nine one one call mm -hmm. like if I feel I'm in danger, you're gonna call. You're gonna say no. Uh, no, I mean th I, I, this seems very 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 weird to me. But. So the Fisher's police chief said that they're not talking about victim type stuff, but this is how the ordinance works. At seven calls within a ninety day period, the business gets a warning letter, uh -huh. and then at ten calls they get another letter. And then they start having sit-down meetings with public uh, safety officials. Okay, so here, here's a great here's a great example, and I hope we got time to get through this. When I was on the town council, one of the local McDonald's had a huge problem because it was near the high school of kids who would walk after school from the high school and would just sit in the McDonald's. So they were loitering. They were loitering, mm -hmm. et cetera. Now, Not an emergency, though. And they would tell them, you got to go. And it got to the point where they had to start calling the cops. Now, did they call the non-emergency line, the emergency line? I don't know. That's the memo here. But what are they supposed to do? Yeah, hey, you kids who are distracting everyone and making people not want to come to our store, what are they supposed to do? Build a moat around the McDonald's? I mean, would that qualify for this? This seems very weird to me. That Are there really that many people doing nuisance 911 calls in the city of Fishers? Well, hey, I and if you're going to call 911, 
911. Call it on the mayor and tell him to get the police to get him the heck out of there. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Kevin. And thank you for listening today. We're going to count on you to be back here tomorrow. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.